Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, geeks of all ages. I'm Josh. I'm Amanda. And welcome to the Geek Tribe Podcast, where we discuss movies, comics, TV, video games, and pretty much anything that is geek-related. Now, we've got a bit of a Christmas-themed episode happening for you today. Uh, We're going to be going through and listing our uh, top ten Christmas movies. Cue the sleigh bells. (laughs) (laughs) Tis that time of year where we dust off Die Hard and we whack it on for another round. Welcome to the party, pal. This list is comprised of um, not just your... Traditional Christmas movies, but you're non-traditional as well. So I, we sat down and we thought, do we do two lists? Do we just do one list? Like we thought two lists might get a little bit overstretched, bit bit bogged down. Yeah. And we thought, do we just stick to specifically Christmas themed for the list? But then there's there's movies that like really good ones that you'd then be leaving off. I think so. We decided to, this list covers both. Yeah, we have movies that are essentially classed as Christmas movies, and then movies that are set at Christmas time, which you watch at Christmas time, even though they're not classed as a Christmas movie per yeah. se. So I know this, um, like a, a few movies on the list might divide the audience. Like you might think that's not really a Christmas movie, but if it's set at Christmas, then we've included it in the list. If we like it, it's there. Yeah. Why not? It's our list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like most of our lists, they are subject to change depending on the day, mm-hmm. how you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very fluid thing, so what might make the list this week might not make it next week. And again, like our previous lists, there may be movies that might be on your list that we have not seen. So this is a list of movies, Christmas movies that we have seen and we want to put on our list. That's it. That's a big thing. Like, I can't rate a movie if I've never seen it. Exactly, yeah. um, And I I have not seen every movie that has been made. It would be technically impossible. There there might be movies that you think, how could you leave that off the list? Maybe it's just because I haven't seen it. Mm -hmm. If there's something on here that you think should be on here that we haven't seen, then let us know so we can watch it and maybe next year it'll be on our list. (laughs) That's it. Um, I've already got, uh, there's been a recommendation on the Instagram page of a movie that I, a Christmas movie that I have not seen. Mm -hmm. Likewise, I have Um, not seen it either. Um, so, well, we might talk about that a bit later, but yeah, that's, that is now on my list of movies to watch, mm-hmm. so yeah. Alright, let's get stuck into it. Uh, we're going to start at 10 and count down to number 1. Broom, let's go. Number 10. We have, we're starting off with one of those movies that isn't technically a Christmas movie, but it is set at Christmas, so it has made the list. And it, my friends, is Just Friends, starring Ryan Reynolds and Anna Faris. Fantastic movie. Ryan Reynolds in a fat suit. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good. Uh, Amy Smart plays the lead across from Ryan Reynolds. Story of, I guess, their childhood best friends. Yeah, it's it's a guy that... He wasn't all so popular in school, but he has grown up and he's made something of himself. He's a high music exec and he comes back home for Christmas and happens upon his high school sweetheart. Well, not necessarily sweetheart. Girl he had a crush on. Yeah. They were, they were best friends, yeah, but he yeah. secretly... He was, was stuck in the yeah. friend zone. Yes. They were just friends. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's it's great because everything, every time he tries to impress her... 
It goes wrong, and it's horrible. Um, Chris Klein's also yes, in this. Yes, he's the the other sort of I guess friend. But well, really he a was friend. like the the other loser at yeah, school. But yeah. he's grown up to be this hunky, good-looking guy, and he comes back. The and, rival. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's a really good movie. It's fun. It's like a lot of Ryan Reynolds stuff, like early stuff like this is. It's that sarcastic humor that he plays so well. Very tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Sort of. He does that. There's that look that he gives you. Yeah. That, you know? It's it's that arrogance that only he can pull off. Well, actually, a few people can, but he's one of the the few mm. that can pull that off. Um, the lady that plays his mother cracks me up every time. Ah, oh, she's fantastic. I recommend this movie purely for the the end credit sequence, mm-hmm. which I think is amazing. I swear. <laughs> That's it. Um, so yeah. just watch it for that. It's yeah. fantastic. Anyway, moving on to a Christmas movie. Our number nine. Jingle all the way. I I know that this is not a great movie. It's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> looking at um, uh, it's only got a five point six stars out of ten I on think IMDb. This is one of those classic kids feel good like Christmas movies. I mean, it's the Terminator and Anakin Skywalker. I have really fond memories of watching it when I was a kid. I remember seeing it at the cinema, and I don't know why I enjoy it so much. Mm. I just think it's it's fantastic. I didn't um, see it as a kid. I only saw it as an adult for the first time, and I can relate to that when the kid wants that toy, but every kid wants that toy, and it's hard to get sometimes because supermarkets only have a certain amount of stock. Mm. of things so i i feel arnold schwarzenegger in this movie i I relate to him because he left it to the last minute yes (laughs) he's like it'll be fine it'll be fine and then he goes to get it and of course they're sold out so it it starts this amazing chase i Mm. guess him chasing after this toy all around the city and this bond slash rivalry with the other dad that also yeah who's played by sinbad yeah Um, and there's just some great lines that have been that came from this movie yeah and the parade scene. Yeah. Ah, it's brilliant. It's got everything. I, I think it's fantastic. Like, Arnold ends up dressing up in, like, a superhero mm-hmm. outfit. And it's, yeah, it's really cool. It's fun. I'm quite fond of this movie. Yeah. Even though it is, like, watching it, it is pretty bad. But it, you know. It is a feel-good movie, yeah. which is what Christmas like is it. all about. All right. What have we got next? Number eight. Don't feed them after midnight. <laughs> it's Gremlins. <laughs> this this is another movie that I I loved as a kid. I, I loved the second one more so. Of course, we couldn't put the second one on the list because it's not set at Christmas. At Christmas. But the the first one it used to freak me out. It was, mm. used to scare me a lot. But it's a Christmas movie. Mm. This is another one that I didn't watch until I was older, and I didn't realize that it was a Christmas movie. I remember going to Movie World and going on the Gremlins ride there. So and I had a plush toy gizmo, but I never. I'm. I'm guessing I watched it as a young kid, but I never thought of it as a Christmas movie until watching it as an adult. And then I was like, "Oh yeah, it is set at Christmas." So. So um, what happens in it is that um, uh, Billy, the young man who who lives still lives with his parents, he gets off his father. And an early Christmas present. I think it's Christmas Eve that they give it to him. Or maybe it's a few days before Christmas. But it's an early Christmas present. They give him this this box with this creature inside it. Uh, the creature is a mogwai. It's gizmo. And there's, like, set rules that you've got to follow in taking care of 
of the creature. Um, you can't get it wet, keep it away from sunlight, and don't feed it after midnight. Um, spoilers if you haven't seen this this movie. If you get them wet, it multiplies. Sunlight hurts it, gets hurt by sunlight. Uh, and if you feed them after midnight, they go into this cocoon and they emerge. Like, they they start off as furry, cute little Adorable creatures. Adorable things, yeah. Um, but, yeah, if they eat, they go into this cocoon and they emerge as these scaly, scary-looking... Uh, Alien-looking things. Gremlins, yeah. yeah. There's monologue during this movie which is really, really depressing. And I, it's something that, watching it as a kid, it just went over my head. I didn't really pay that much attention to it. But re-watching it as an adult, listening to um, Phoebe Cates talk to Billy and explain why she doesn't like Christmas. And she goes on to say that, oh, they thought that it was Christmas Eve and Dad, was, Dad went out and, and he never came back. So they thought that, you know, he'd just run away. But it turns out that he had gone out, oh, like... He disappeared. Christmas Eve, the dad disappears, and, and they don't know what's happening to him, and then it goes a few days later, and they still don't know, they haven't heard, and they think that he's just run off, and then all of a sudden there's this smell starts coming from... The, yeah, it's pretty dark and oh, twisted. Oh, I don't even remember that. There's this smell that comes from the um the chimney, and it turns out that he had dressed up in San <gasps> as Santa and gone down the chimney and slipped, and yeah, it's a really dark, twisted story. Why that don't I remember oh, that? we got to rewatch it. It's, it's quite intense. Like this movie is amazing because it's it's set at Christmas. Mm. It is scary, mm. and there's these really dark undertones of death. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing that depressing one on the list. There we go. <laughs> Moving on to our next one, um, number seven is yet another one that I didn't realize was at Christmas until just recently. But it is Batman Returns. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, that's one of those classic. Um, it's not. It doesn't have Christmas themes, but it is set at Christmas time. And now looking back on it, I can see. Yes, it is. It's yeah. Like yeah, yeah. When when the goons come out of nowhere to steal the the baby, like there's there. I'm pretty sure they're at the Christmas tree lighting ceremony, yeah. and there's the big tree, and people are they, they actually the goons come out of giant Christmas presents. Mm -hmm. in, they do too in the town hall. Yeah, and you'll notice that the um the penguins that the penguin like has in his thing they've got like candy cane stripe rockets strapped to their back and yeah so, well not a traditional christmas movie with christmas themes it is set at, at christmas, christmas time it and is. it's batman and i think it's one of my favorite um, batman movies i really like as much as i like the first batman um batman returns i think i was sort of a little bit older when that came out so i appreciated that more mm -hmm. like it really hit me and there's just i remember the scene where he's standing on top of the building and everything's going to heck in in the like city square below them like all the the goons are running around and he stands up there and he um lifts his cape up to the side and he like it spreads his wings and then he jumps off the building and he flies. I'm like, oh my god, mm. Batman can fly. This is amazing. <laughs> of course he can fly. He's Batman. Um, and Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman is fantastic. She's and Danny DeVito was perfectly yeah. cast as the Penguin. Um, Penguin. Uh, Christopher Walken was in it as he Max was there. Shrek. Yeah, yeah. The businessman. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. 
I don't think like that cat suit Michelle Pfeiffer wears. Mm. Imagine wow. doing that. I don't know. She probably didn't do it herself. There was probably a stunt person in it. But like the the flips and the, yeah. the cartwheels and the everything, like that can't have been easy in that. No like way. that cat suit. Then again, it probably wasn't easy for um uh, Michael Keaton to, in, to do a lot decked of his, out in his yeah. rubber bat suit either. The things people do to put great stuff on the screen. <laughs> That's it. Think, well, if you were cast as Batman and they pull out that suit. And as awesome as that looks, you're like, I can't. I won't be able to move my neck in there. Like, you wouldn't knock it back, though. No way. You'd just deal with it. You'd yeah. be like, all right, if I need to look left, I'm twisting my whole body. <laughs> have to twist from the waist. All right, uh, number six on the list. I reckon these these are bundled together, number one and number two. Um, they're sort of like a package deal for me. So, Home Alone. The classic on TV every Christmas time makes you know that Christmas is here when these movies are on. I think the first one was on just the other night. It was, yeah. Yes. I I love the first one. I think it's great with all, all the, the wacky traps that he sets up in the house. Uh-huh. Um, Such a clever kid. <laughs> if you're unfamiliar with the premise of the of the movie, Big Family Trip, they're leaving like a few days before Christmas to go, where is it? Is it Hawaii they're going? They're going, they're going on a on holiday, holiday somewhere. Yeah. Probably Europe or something. I think the second one they go, they go to Hawaii. But they're leaving to go on this big holiday and they end up leaving Kevin at home. It makes Kevin me feel like a good parent on a bad parent day. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, there's there's interesting arguments to say, like, why, how could they have left? They have quite a big family in their defence. Yeah. Lots of kids. Lot lots. Of it's a big, count. like, yeah. the extended family was there, so there was, like, cousins and uncles and aunts, and there was a lot. Their house was just... Like pandemonium. Yeah. Like they show it the second like the movie starts is that like there's so much happening in the house it's hard to keep track of who's doing what where. They end up leaving without Kevin and he's stuck home alone. Uh, and the the bad guys the what are people, they called? The wet bandits? Yeah. Burglars. People that decide that they wanna go and burgle the rich neighborhood yeah. on Christmas because that's when they'd have all the presents. All right. the presents, yeah. And in order to defend, like somehow, I don't know how he figures it out. I can't remember, but he figures out that they're going to come and like rob the house. So he sets booby traps up all over the house. Like I said, clever kid. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even think up half of the traps that he sets. And he defends his house from these robbers. Yeah. And it in ends... hilarious slapstick fashion. Yeah. Like some, I think there's been a video that has been done on the the booby traps and like, is it possible? For, for the two guys, the Wet Bandits, Marv and oh, I can't remember the other guy's name, to actually survive an the iron booby traps. to the head. <laughs> One guy, yeah, he cops an iron, he burns his hand on a, like, hot the door. Knob, yeah. Uh, another guy, there's like a blowtorch that goes off on his oh, head. Oh, yeah. Um, he steps on a nail at one point. Why does um, this kid have all these things in his house? Paint? Yeah. Straight to the face? I, yeah, it's pretty intense. Like, pretty sadistic what he does yeah. to him, really. I, I, as much as I love the first one, I think the second one's better. I just like the... I don't know what it is about the second one. I just really like the second one more. What happens in the second one again? Refresh my memory. Uh, he ends up making it to the airport with the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he ends up getting on the wrong plane. Like, they're, they're late and they're in a rush. And as they're rushing along, like, his dad's got, like, this long brown tan sort of Oh, jacket, yes, I remember. And someone else has got the same jacket and they cross paths and he ends following up following the, the wrong, wrong one. one. And he ends up on the wrong plane, which takes him to New York while all the other ones go to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also ends up with the dad's credit card. Mm-hmm. So he books himself into a hotel. Trump. Trump's hotel. 
hotel, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he spends a week or so in New York by himself. He goes to toy stores and... Duncan's Toy Store, it's called, I remember mm-hmm. that. I used to have a book when I was a kid. It was a Where's Wally style book, but it was like, Where's Kevin? And there was different ah, that's cool. New York scenes, like there's one at the park, one at the toy store, one, yeah. I wonder if you can still get that, because that was really cool. That might be why I like it so much, because I've just got fond memories of this book. Mm. Uh, but essentially the same thing happens. Um, he encounters the same burglars again from what the first movie. What are the odds? Uh, and he finds an abandoned building or apartment or something and he sets traps there and he leads them there and same sort of thing happens it's pretty much the same movie they just change the setting from the house to to new york to in new another york. place yeah, yeah yeah and we just won't mention three through to six yeah, well, or five or whatever it is they're not set at christmas time i don't think no they're also horrible yeah and moving on to our next number Number five, we're halfway through the list, is the classic Muppet Christmas Carol. Now, this story has been told many ways, but I think the Muppets tell it the best. I I really enjoy this. um... Michael Caine, heck yes, he is the best Scrooge ever. It is like a musical and he sings in it. Go Michael Caine, not the best singer, but he gives it his best shot. He's great. Gonzo and... Riz the Rat, whatever his name Rizzo. is. Yeah, telling the story. Uh, it's As like the lamplighters. Yeah, yeah. I like Gonzo plays Charles Dickens, I'm pretty sure, yeah. telling the story. And it, it's it's fantastic. Like, for anyone that's not familiar with the story of the Christmas Carol, there's a horrible man, Scrooge, and he everyone dislikes him. He's mean, he's grumpy, humbug to Christmas. And on Christmas Eve night, he is visited by three ghosts, the ghosts of the past, present, and the future. And they show him what it was like in the past, what it's like now, and what it will be like in the future if it continues the way it is. If he doesn't change his ways. And boom, Christmas Story is fantastic. It's great. It is really good. Um, There is so many different versions of this story. And I do think that The Muppets is the best. best. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who can beat? Kermit the Frog and little tiny Tim. Oh, it's a mm. little frog and ah, it's just great. A lot of those Muppets movies are really good, like yeah. The Great Muppet Caper, um, The Treasure, Muppet Treasure yeah, Island. Yeah. I, I used to love that. Oh, that's got Tim Curry in it. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah, can't quite beat a, a good Muppet story. Hmm. Um, I yeah, it is a little bit scary though. So if you're watching it with kids, just be careful. But it's a great family entertainment, mm. that one. Uh, moving on to number four, we've got another family classic. The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, uh, the 2000 Jim Carrey version. The best one, um, in my opinion. Yes, me too. I know that they did a newer version. Benedict Cumberbatch was a great voice for The Grinch. He did a fantastic job, but you can't quite beat Jim Carrey in those facial expressions and his physicalness, and he, he just was a great Grinch. He looks perfect, and mm-hmm. it's like they lifted him straight off the book and slapped him on the screen, and Jim Carrey, he's just... He knocked it out of the park. Like, Absolutely, yeah. He, his his early work is fantastic. Like, um, his um, Grinch, The Mask, Ace Ventura... Lila. Um, yeah, all that sort of stuff. That really physical sort of comedy that mm-hmm. he does. He, he's just sensational. The voices, the faces... Mm-hmm. And well, it must have been incredibly hard doing The Grinch as well, because, like... You've got so much prosthetic on and your outfit and... Yeah. yeah. It was a huge... And the as weird as it sounds, the, like, dynamic between him and Taylor, whatever her name is, the little girl playing Cindy Lou, is just amazing. Yeah. I thought you were going to say the dog then. 
Well, the dog as well. I, I, I think it's fantastic <laughs> him, him playing against the dog because he does, yeah, it was really good. I, I really enjoy that. That's one of my favourites. I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Good one to watch with the kids yes. because Dr. Seuss, you can't really go wrong with kids there. Mm. Great movie. All right, moving right along to number three. This is, uh, I don't think... This, this isn't one of yours. This is one of mine that I, I put on the list and I put it up so high because I, I remember watching it on... I think we taped it off the TV on VHS, so we used to mm. watch it a lot. We have a Christmas decoration named after one of these main characters yes. because of you. <laughs> it is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, I'm a big fan of all the National Lampoon's Vacation movies. I haven't seen the reboot that they did. I've heard it's very good, though. Is that just called Vacation? Yes. Yeah, okay. I was introduced introduced to to the vacation movies through Christmas Vacation. This mm-hmm. is I, this is the first one I watched. From there, I watched the European Vacation and the the first Vacation. Uh, they did Las Vegas Vacation as well. Mm-hmm. But I, I love Christmas Vacation. I think it's fantastic. It's so quotable. The the decoration that we've got is a little bird with um little one of those sort of ear flap hats. Um, and I called him Clark because <laughs> it's just great. Well, I wanted to call him Cousin Eddie, but I don't <laughs> think the kids would have. So I don't like, think they really understand Clark, but they will in time. Yeah, one day. One day. Uh, I, I think it's great. The, the comedy in it's fantastic. Chevy Chase is great. It's got a young Leonard from Big Bang Theory. Uh, yeah, I can't think of it either. Uh, he's in it. He plays Rusty. Um, Johnny Galecki. Hmm. It's it's just really, really good. It's probably... It's not exactly a kid's movie. Like, it's more... Even maybe, though you watched it as a kid. Yeah, I know, but... I think there's a lot of movies that I saw as a kid that I probably shouldn't have watched <laughs> as a kid. And I don't know what, what was going on with mum and dad. They just either didn't care or I thought it was... These sorts of movies where, I don't know, where the dad thinks he's he knows what's going on. But it, it sort of gives me a little bit of anxiety when I watch them. I don't know, like, because it, I'm just like... Uh, what's he going to do? I don't know. I, I just picture if that was happening in my household, like, it stresses me out a little bit. But that's just my, like... OCD side coming out there. <laughs> I love the scene where he gets trapped in the attic while everyone else goes out shopping for the day. So he just starts putting on, on clothes. Wow. And he ends up in, like, you know, old clothes that, like, don't fit anymore, but he's got, like, these big green gloves on and this purple jacket and yeah. this this weird head wrap thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think my most memorable scene from this movie is the lights on his house. And when yeah. he... Yeah. That's a good scene. That's great. All right. Uh, next one on the list. Uh, number two, getting closer and closer to number one. What could it be? It's really starting to feel like Christmas. Mm. Number two is... Love Actually. This is a great movie. Sets off all the emotions, the happiness, the, the sadness. Alan Rickman, I will never forgive you for not giving that necklace to your wife. But uh, there are so many different stories in this one. I think this was the first movie that they made that had that giant ensemble of so many yeah. high-profile stars. And I think this is the only one that they've got right. Yeah. Just how they all, all of the stories intertwine and oh, Colin Firth's lovely story with the lady that mm. doesn't speak English and... Even, uh, what's his name, Hugh Grant and his little dance. And, yeah. Uh, it's so he's, many He's like the Prime moments. Minister, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've got the awkward moments where you can't really watch this with your parents because there's, like, porn fill-ins and yeah. you're sort of like, oh, I don't know where to look here. <laughs> 
But um, it's a great movie. Yeah, I really enjoyed this. I, I didn't think I would the first time I watched it. I'm like, oh, this is a bit of a... I don't think this is really for me. But I, I really did enjoy it. I think mm. it's great. This was like Kira Knightley right off the back of First Pirates of the Caribbean as well. She yeah. was like hot property. And I remember seeing her in this right after that, being a young teenage girl. And I was just like, ah! Yeah. There's so many names in this. Andrew Lincoln from Walking Dead. Is yeah, it? yeah, he does the the He's signs. Yeah, with the sign. Oh, that that was long before Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Emma Thompson is in it as mm. well. Mr. Bean. Yeah. What else are you Bill going Nye. to do? Covered her in cover it in yogurt. The way he says yogurt. Oh, I love it. The accent, brilliant. Um, it's really good. Really good movie. Number one on our list. We've got a tie for number one. I thought. When we were going to do two lists, we had two very clear number ones. And we couldn't pick which one was actually the better one. Well, I think, well, in my head, (laughs) I picked. But I felt that I couldn't for... One of these is a traditional Christmas movie. One of these is a not a traditional Christmas movie. Now, the not traditional Christmas movie, (laughs) you've probably guessed what it is already. (laughs) But the not traditional Christmas movie, I don't think you can have it as number one on a Christmas movie list. Because there is so much controversy. Is it a Christmas movie? Is it not a Christmas movie? So this... I've left it as number one because I think it should be number one. But I've also thought we can't just bump off this other title just because because this one's real. Mm -hmm, Like, you know, mm -hmm, I I thought mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it needs to... They both are going to share the spotlight. And we'll go with... Oh, you probably have already guessed what my, the non-traditional Christmas movie is. Uh, it, it's it's Die Hard. yippee Mother clucker. <laughs> we, we've watched this every Christmas Eve for the past... I hadn't watched it until I met Josh, so the past... Seven years? Yeah. We've watched it every Christmas. It's a great movie. It's fantastic. I think it, it's so good. It, it's really well written. Like, the storyline is fantastic. Like, there's no dull bits mm. in the whole movie. Like, it's just continue. It just flows really well. It's great to watch. Like, Bruce Willis is fantastic in it. Alan Rickman is a, a, an amazing bad guy. Yes. This is his first movie, I'm pretty sure. Which is incredible. Yep. The accents that he does in this, incredible. When he breaks out his, that American yeah, accent. Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. I love it. So good. And and it, this is this is an amazingly quotable movie. As we just stated coming into this. Like, <laughs> yeah. One of the most well-known quotes comes from this movie, the UPKA. Uh, and there's like minor quotes as well that I, for some reason they just get stuck in my head. I quote them and I don't think anyone really knows what I'm quoting. Give us an example. There's a scene at the beginning where he's on the plane and like he doesn't like flying and the guy sitting next to him tells him oh, to make it better, just make fists with your toes quote that you know fists with your toes <laughs> you know it, it's in there trust me at the very beginning okay fists with your toes <laughs> why did you say it? you probably did say that to me when i was on my first flight with you but i did i just don't remember <laughs> um yes so yeah that is that is my number one christmas movie um shout out to one of our instagram followers uh cameron it is also his go-to christmas movie uh he's got good taste what can i say it's one of those movies that is referenced in a lot of other things too. Brooklyn Nine-Nine reference mm. Die Hard movies constantly. And I think that's the sign of a, a good movie is when it can be referenced in other things and it has like special meaning to all of the people that have seen it and you just, yeah, makes you like smile and go, oh, I love that movie. It's really like, specifically the first one has really become this like sort of cult that Christmas and phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. Like 
They went on to make... How many movies did they do then? Not two, three, four, five? Yeah. Five altogether? Yeah, I think so. The Good Day to Die Hard was the last one, yeah? I think so. Yeah. I feel like I'm missing one. There's one, two, and three. Then 4.0. Yeah. Yeah, no, five. Number one is the most well-known and people like as bad as... All the other ones get, in in your opinion, I guess. Like, people still have such a fondness for the first one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think I've seen all of them. I really like the first one. And I like the one with Samuel L. Jackson. I don't know That's which number one three. that is. But I like that one Die too. Die Hard with a Vengeance. That is also... I quite like number three as well. But uh, by then, they've changed the whole formula. Mm-hmm. Like, number two is almost like a carbon copy of uh, number one, uh, except just set at the uh, airport. At airport. Um, and then number three, they sort of changed up the whole whole thing. Die Hard. Brilliant movie. And then, tying in with that, at number one, our traditional Christmas movie is The Santa Claus, starring Tim Allen and Eric Lloyd and the guy from 10 Things I Hate About You and, no, not Monk, Numbers. Fantastic Christmas movie. Makes me feel happy every time I watch it. Brings back the, the spirit of Christmas. I really like it because it's not it's not traditional in the sense of, like, typical family that you see on TV is, like, you know, mum, dad. Yeah. And two kids or three kids um whereas this this family it's it's a divorced family yeah it's a broken home yeah scott calvin which is a smart you can like you can tell Mm. why his wife would have left him (laughs) no offense but yes but i think that that's what really resonated with me as a kid when i watched it because i your family wasn't perfect yeah Yeah. i am from a broken home as well so i'm like oh that family looks like my family Mm. nice yeah so it sort of yeah made it easier for me to go oh yeah yeah, and it's also like if a person that is that arrogant can turn around and become Santa Claus, who is like the friendliest person on earth, then there's hope for everyone. <laughs> I really like the second Santa Claus one as well, where he has to then Get a go, wife. go and find a wife. Um, although I was thinking about it just the other day. So in the first movie, Santa falls off the roof and... Parks it. Disappears. Dies, disappears. So, yeah, um, Scott puts on the, the the coat and ends up becoming... Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Then in the second movie, in order for him to stay as Santa, he has to find a Mrs. Claus. Yeah. So did the Santa die in oh, the first movie? Oh, don't think about it too much. Don't think did about it too much. Did he have a Mrs.? Or did she have to pack up her bags as soon as she's like, oh... Maybe she just disappeared too. Who knows? So, but don't uh, think uh, about it too it much. Just, yeah. It is just a Christmas movie and it is great and they didn't want to do the same thing over again so you got to just add a little bit something extra yeah, the second well, time I, and then the next time he has a brother so see, i haven't seen the third one third one he's got the brother jack frost i know we've got it but um details details these are still great movies um tim allen perfectly cast eric lloyd voice gets a bit annoying but he is still a good kid like uh, he grows throughout them as well mm. and yeah i just <laughs> santa <laughs> my, my weenie, weenie whistle <laughs> it's just a great movie feel good like it's got that comedy that tim allen comedy mm. and it's just one that i i could watch with the kids every christmas and love it just as much every time like i can quote the whole thing pretty much back to front yeah we're not gonna do that now no we're running out of time, so yeah. we better wrap this up. Anyway, what's your go-to Christmas movie? Give us a comment, and also comment, please, on any of our platforms, and let us know, do you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not? What's the, the main consensus in our community? 
Like, there are lots of classic movies out there as well that we haven't mentioned, but like we said... Yeah, uh, it's hard to rate a movie that you hadn't, haven't seen. Uh, like, I think that we should mention movies like uh, It's a Wonderful Life. A Christmas Story, Miracle on 34th Street, Polar Express. I know that that is a very popular one. I just haven't seen it myself. Mm. Um, Edward Scissorhands is another one of those, I guess, sort of non-traditional Christmas movies. Bad Santa. Uh, Bad Santa, yeah. Oh, have I seen it? I can't remember if I've seen that or not. I think I've seen bits of it, but I haven't watched the whole thing. But, yeah, there's, like, a lot that are classed as, like, classic Christmas movies. But, yeah, we just haven't seen them. So, if you think we should watch them, let us know as well. There was a movie that um, I was doing some research to try and find some movies, maybe to watch um, Over the for, Christmas period. for Christmas. And yeah. one of the movies that popped up on these, um, on a list that I found, was... Planes, Trains and Automobiles. So I then went out and bought it. Steve Martin, yes. Steve Martin and uh, John Candy. Mm -hmm. uh, John Hughes was the director who also did uh, Home Alone. Oh, okay. Uh, so raced out and bought it. It was only a couple of bucks. Um, sat down and watched it. And it's not actually a Christmas movie. <laughs> it's set around Thanksgiving. Like, it was a fantastic movie. I really enjoyed it. If it was set at Christmas time, I would have put it on the list, but the whole premise was he was trying to make it back for Thanksgiving. Now, I know Thanksgiving is very close to Christmas, but it's not. It's still a month out. It's not Christmas. It's a separate holiday, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. But yeah, so unfortunately, I could not, couldn't put it on the list. Anyway, thanks for listening, geeks and geekettes. If you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to click on our subscribe button, which will keep you notified on when we put up our next episodes. Also, feel free to give us a five-star rating because you think that we're awesome and you like what we're doing. We just want to give a shout-out to everyone that has commented and everything. Um, Noel was also that movie that we haven't seen but was recommended to us, so we will watch it. Thanks, Jess, for shouting that out. We're, gonna, we're definitely going to check that out. Um, so yeah, um, rate us because the more ratings we have, the more people will see the podcast, can join our Geek Tribe, and we can really get conversations like this started. Um, you can also join Geek Tribe on Instagram. Head over there and give us a, a follow, like some of our posts if you like anything on there. We're going to be posting updates on episodes, um, polls for suggestions, what you'd like us to chat about. And we might even pop up a competition. I know we keep saying it, but we will pop up one soon. Very soon. I'm thinking around Christmas time I might I might do something. Oh, Christmas giveaways. Yeah. Yay. Um, and a big shout out to Jack, our editor, putting in all the fancy sounds. and Our little elf. Oh, he's our little elf. Aww. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. We hope you have a Merry Christmas. And put the cookie down. <laughs> <laughs>